Good morning, afternoon, evening, night, whenever the hell you listen to us. This is Drunk Discussions, and we're your hosts. I'm Paul. And I'm Sean. And we have a fun one for you today. We're going to be talking war, penises, the war of penises. Who knows? It's going to be a fun-filled evening. Uh, but that being said, I haven't talked to you in a little bit, buddy. Um, I know you're not doing your drinking because you're on your little your little exercise, uh, you know, cardio thing going on. So what are, what are, what are you doing tonight? You drinking on some... Coca-Cola. Coke Zero, which is honestly the best thing if you're on a diet. Uh, I drink about four to five of these a day. I'm going with the one and only good old Dickle. Like last time, there's nothing wrong with good old Dickle. Hey, we're going to be talking a lot about Dickle today. We've got a lot of interesting questions proposed, but there's a lot of things going on across not only the world, uh, but also at our lovely state, Texas. Um, Texas. We're, we're gonna get into that in a second i don't know if we want to lead into it right off the rip you want to lead into that right off the rip or should we do no, it after the I, intro i've got an important question to ask after the intro oh okay that's fair that's but fair. uh oh. yeah no, how have i been this week well there's something i can't talk about i can't talk about it for two weeks um maybe three can't talk about it for about three weeks but it's uh essentially He's i won the lottery again huh He's pregnant no. again, huh? <laughs> I basically, I, I, I won the lottery of life is a good way of putting it. I feel um, that. I, and I know it, so. Yeah, it's uh, very exciting. Uh, it it's been very stressful, though, this week, because it's one of those things that if it would have happened, my entire life would have been flipped upside down, <laughs> and, and it happened. And I celebrated. I I did have a little bit to drink last night. I had two glasses of champagne. I'm a little offended by that. I figured you were going to save that that celebration for this evening, but it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, well, you know, it, it was but good. Same, it, I get it. We'll do it for another time because our viewers wouldn't even know what you're celebrating for. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I get it. I get it. I do. I get it. If you want to know it. what I was celebrated, tune in you gotta, three weeks from now. Damn right. And it's a fun one. It's cool. Um, yep. I actually kind of got through the same thing. So we're both in the... Uh, new world you know what? i can't i can't i can't stop i I gotta share it we both had successful penis implants sure i'm kidding everybody everyone (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna that intro we'll be right back one two three i'm a type two civilization hipster jesus is watching you you're gonna all burn in hell that's why Antarctica is off limits. It's just a fun, bunch of penguins fucking each other, and it causes a chain reaction. People Left lose their fucking minds. Started. Trust me, man, I've seen some shit. Nice Roger, zero G, and I feel fine. You should probably go get that checked and shove a <laughs> finger in your bum. You're laughing, but it's already in there. And we are back. Thank you so much for joining Drunk Discussions Podcast. Uh, be sure to find our podcast uh, only here on Twitch because I'm a lazy fucker. Uh, hey, this is Autistic Sean, the guy that edits the podcast. I want you guys to know that I love you. And sometimes uh, sometimes you cough, you know? And when you cough, you could, you, you might piss or shit yourself. Yeah, uh, we need to get that shit going. Maybe after this, we can upload them, bub. As you can tell, we did do that. Like, we did edit everything. Again, Autistic Sean here. Thanks for joining. I, I got to work out have, after this, but yeah. I get it, but maybe, because like I have some some listeners that are uh, upset. They're wondering if we're okay. And I was like, well, you should tune into the live Twitch, and you'll find out. But that being yeah. said, we're going to have, like, damn near half a season drop on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. The last episode was right before Christmas on yeah. uh, everywhere else. So we've got, like, five episodes to drop. And just, I, dro- just drop and we'll say drop new- tonight. <laughs> New year, new me, or new year, new us, and just drop them all at one time. <laughs> we got to make art for them, too. Uh, but yeah, we can knock that out. But the question I have for you, I want to start off with is, what position do you think cavemen had sex in the most? Probably doggy. They saw the dogs doing it, you know, and they were like, this is convenient. You know, just a couple ugly duggas, and, you know, she was like, go make fucking food. Go hunt. You know, we'll get the, you know, the cave cleaned up. And he was like, I don't want to do it. And then she just showed her his pussy or her pussy. And he was like, I'll do it. You know what I mean? Like pussy is power, man. Pussy is power. Do you think, I feel like back then hair grew longer than it now normally does. Right. Absolutely. Do you think instead of loincloths, they just had pubes? No, no, they, they had, they definitely had, uh, you know, covers. Cause it was cold, man. It was a cold time to be alive. So they, they are. Oh, it's like pulling three inches of cock through seven inches of pubes. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, so 
From very bad advice, he says, my understanding is bonobos and chimps do it missionary and doggy style respectfully. We should have done it the same. So I would imagine, yeah, missionary doggy style. I don't think there was 69ing much back then. I wouldn't imagine. I wouldn't imagine. Not very uh, clean. Not as clean, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine imagine oral was really on the menu. No, no, no. Especially with cavemen. Like, you got to think, like, eating cooked food really didn't come around that soon. So it was basically just... Oh, no, we did. I mean, you have to think cooked food is what is accredited in modern scholars with how we, we got our brain size. Fucking so caveman. after, you know, oh. Arthropithecus and we went far and we went through our stages, it's because we learned fire, controlling fire, and then we could cook our food, which gave us more proteins and more things to digest and better digestive tracts. So we were able to do more. Realistically, so though, there was cavemen before fire was used to cook. No, right? not cavemen. It would, it would a long distant uh, a sapien, not Homo sapien, but a long distant you know rel- relative of us. Yes, but not us as ourselves. No, no, we oh. we all of Homo sapien has been able to use and and control tools and fire because you know it was passed down from previous generations and uh, previous species. Well, you know they 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 technically were mammals, so they probably did it like they did it on the Discovery Channel. I see what you did there. Yeah, do it again. Now. I see yeah. what you did. There. I see it. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> reverse, I guess <laughs> reverse Homo sapien is another one. Is that the new? That's the new sex move. Is the reverse Homo sapien? Yeah. I'm Every time she jumps up and time. down, she just says "ugh, dug, ugh, dug." Nugga, bunga, nugga, bunga. I got money on reverse cave girl. That's another good one. Uh, I think the better question is, did they have decency to do it in private, or did they just is... go balls out in front of everyone? Oh no, they were they were. You know, this is the shared cave. You know, uh, oh. the leader probably because you have to realize it was a very tribe mentality uh, early on. So I mean, there's a lot of studies and a lot of different theories on how it worked. I, they don't believe monogamy uh, so came it was like a around that that tribe time. It was leader. More, yeah, it was more like, you know, the strongest got to, to fuck. He got to mate. And so, if he got beat out, then that person got to mate. Oh. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's what happened is we were more like a lion pack. You know, the strongest male who was the leader and running the hunting parties was fucking all the women and all of them are his offspring. Okay, this is a good chat uh, string right here. When I think, and after, so after that question was, when I think about stuff like this, I'm reminded of the fact that families apparently all slept in the same bed during American colonial times. Next comment is, they probably just sent the kids out to do something and then did the do. And then after that, imagine getting woken up and sent out to milk the cows at 1.30 a.m. Like, you won't be able to figure out what, what mom and dad are doing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Or they were just soaking. You know what I mean? Soaking is a big thing, you know, in the Mormon community right now. You know what soaking is, right? Yeah, it's like hot pocketing. <laughs> yeah, you just... Leave it in there, you know. Don't do any movements. No thrusting at all. Just soaking. <laughs> That's weird to me. <laughs> now, what they're doing at Brigham Young is people will be soaking, and then they get their buddies to shake the bed for them. So they're not actually doing any of the movement. Your friends are. I feel like that's just... something we could have done while we were <laughs> all living together. We could have. Would we have? No. No, 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 no. I don't know I about guarantee that. you for 100 bucks, we could have gotten John to do it. Oh, easily. No, no, no. John was the easiest one to, to mess with, for sure. But to be fair, to he, be fair, he also to be fair, he was also the first one to do the fucking goat noise, the the lamb noise. And I, I really thought it was gonna be you. I really did. What did I do? Anything? I can't even remember nowadays. It's been no, no. Years. I just would, I would just walk in on your ass. I'd be like, hey, we need to do ah, uh, just shut the door. And you're like, no, come back you... in five. I was like, really five. Lauren remembers <laughs> you having a full-blown conversation. We had a full-blown conversation with each other. No, I mean, I've already seen her. Yeah. I saw her naked before that point already. So I was just like, whatever. I have to ask you something. And you're like, go on. And I'm just like, I- eye contact the whole time. Like, right here. Right right, yep. right, right here. And I just uh, looked at you. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget that moment. <laughs> so I, or- I-, I kind of hope you do. Or the time you and John had girls over and you're in the kitchen and I wake up with the morning wood, I set the towel over it, and I just walk past to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I know. Me and are like, what the fuck, man? Oh, uh, good time. The shit, I do miss that house. I was saying this the other day, 2016, that was probably that was my favorite year. year. It was, yeah, it was a top five year. It really was a good year, except for the Indians losing. 
but that was still a great story too on top of it you know it was a great yeah oh god we've talked about it before booga booga i'm sorry Ooh, in a hammock some sexy animal skins on the sounds of dinosaurs playing in the distance no candles file fire hasn't been invented that is pretty romantic just dinosaur screeching in the background mammoth on top Wuntain uh, cave clan ain't got nothing to fuck with. Saber tooth tiger style. That's a good mm. one. That's a good. That is one. a good one. No, that's a good one. I like that. Saber tooth tiger style. Oh God! I mean, the thing about it, I'm at, that's something that I've never, I could never imagine. Is like you're just hunting. You're with your boys. You know, you're going out to get meat for the for the tribe, and you walk up over the red the crest. You know, in in early America, and then you just see like a fucking massive pack of mammoths and it's during rut season and they're just fucking yeah no uh, i'm good man like, you wouldn't get just... close to that they'll, they'll no, fuck you'd you be, up. you'll die you'll die you have the idea no yeah they, the thing is, is we used our intelligence back then for hunting so when it came to mammoths what we would do is we were there during rut season would pick them out for them to charge us and then we would run to a location where they would follow us and then they'd jump or fall off because they follow in a train like a, tr- a pack and they would just fall off the cliff. Oh, and yeah. we would just go down there and, and harvest everything we needed. The other time, outside of rut season, is they would just find the smallest or weakest or oldest one. And then they would circle it. And then, boom, easy peasy. So there was this book by Desmond Morris called The Naked Ape. It suggests the development of prominent breasts in human women was to signal arousal in the same way that flushing of the buttocks in females' apes was used to signal arousal. This then may uh, correspond to a preference for the missionary position for sex, which is likely connected to the more upright posture of early humans for striding through the savanna and changes to the female hip anatomy to make room for large-brained babies. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. Makes sense. Yeah, 100%. I mean, if you've been to the zoo... I remember this, and it was ter- It was traumatizing as like a six-year-old. We went to the zoo. And it was two bad things that happened in one day for us at the zoo, and they were both involving apes. The first one was the bonobos, which genetically are the closest to us. They're like ninety-seven percent in, re- in in genetics to humans. These motherfuckers were taking their poop and smearing it on the glass, and then using their tongues to like draw in the shit. And I was what i was mortified my mom's like we're going to the next boom like we're moving on dragging us along we go to the gorillas walk into the gorilla indoor part not the outdoor part indoor part of the gorilla exhibit and you're just seeing the silverback going to town missionary on his uh his lady gorilla so i mean it thinking is, about it more and more if you think about surface area right like let's be honest if you're a guy you and you've done doggy style with your girl um their knees always get fucked up because there's small surface area supporting all that weight, so those put them on a bed. Back bro, then, what you mean? I'm talking cavemen, though. They didn't oh, have yeah, yeah, yeah. lush beds. I would imagine missionary would they be the calluses, most common. Brother, they had callus. Such bitches were callus up. <laughs> bro, everything about being a caveman and having sex is very unpleasant sounding. Like you'd smell yeah, like shit. Good. You'd be covered in blood from animals. I, I would imagine hygiene was the biggest concern back then. No, um, it wasn't. It wasn't a big concern back thing. It was on the bottom of your, you know, Ugh. your totem, your totem pole. And but, do you think, um, well, do you think white trash is like genetically more similar to that of a caveman? No. Yeah. Yes and no. Yes and no. Yes and no. I'll say so. Uh, so yes. So yes. I mean, similar. Same, same, but not. They have the similar eyebrow structure, <laughs> forehead structure. They well, just, don't care about personalizing. Genetic. That's just genetic. We have a friend of ours who has as as a uh, Gade has Neanderthal in him too. So I mean, <laughs> oh shit, that says anything. And he's an engineer, so you know, it says a lot about engineers. It says a lot about engineers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was that was kind of Ask Reddit is where we got that question from. Uh, similar to uh, what are some of the most accepted health myths? Uh, have you ever been to a sex club? How was it? Which movie has the best ending of all time? Ooh, that's a good question. Which movie has the best ending of all time? Best ending? Yeah. Best ending of all time. See, here's the thing. It depends on what kind of ending you like. Do you want a fairy tale happy ending? Or do you want one where you're just like, what the fuck? Because some people like the what the fuck moments. You know, they, they leave it on a cliffhanger or like they leave it open for another movie. And some of them are awesome. 
that way. Some of them are never ever added on, or there never is a sequel or prequel, or whatever, to the movie. But that's a that's a hard question. That really is. In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. The Truman oh, Show. I think that was a phenomenal ending. That is a good ending. I wouldn't even have thought of that. That is a good one. Last night, while I was working out, I had an epiphany about conclusions and how I dislike conclusions in the right or in the wrong format. Conclusions in the wrong format are traumatic in in, See, in most situations I agree. in life. But like even in ending, so like I watched. My mother has never seen it. I was like, "You got to see this movie. It's a good movie. It's called The Warrior." Have you ever seen Warrior? I have not. No. It's about UFC fighting brothers, and you know one is like about to lose his home, so he got back into it. The other one went AWOL from the Marine Corps, went under a different name. They both are in this tournament. Everything gets revealed, and you're expe- he's expected to go to prison and go to jail. And at the end of the fight, you know one's the winner, one's the loser. They walk out, and it ends right there. And you're like, what the fuck? I want to know more. Like it was, I, I, it was such a good movie. I, I'm rewatching it. I'm very mad with the ending. Yeah. Very bad. The the thing about it is like there's a lot of good TV series, right? That have a conclusion that are it's a it's a cliffhanger conclusion. Those are bad for you. Because you if you make it and and, and it's more of like a niche market, right? For example, Stargate Universe. Stargate Ooh. Universe, the conclusion to it is a cliffhanger. And it was such a niche market that it never was allowed to have an ending that actually made sense. That's an upsetting situation, right? Or Game um, of Thrones. That made people absolutely pissed. No, it had a conclusion in season, season seven. We left it there. We forgot about season eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we didn't. We watched season eight. All Star You and I hated it so much. <laughs> so much. Oh, oh, so much. It irritated me. And as someone that loves the books and George R.R. R. Martin, it pissed me off. It's like they, I get it. They had a lot of casts that they had to pay that were running out of contracts. But like, dude, why? Like, here, here's the thing. You're, you're, you kind of like history, not as much as me, but you like it. I do, yeah. In war, any time in war, has there ever been a time or a battle where the cavalry was in front of your infantry? No. Yeah. What happened at the Battle of Winterfell? (laughs) Slaughtered slaughtered and all of the cavalry went out first that is so dumb that makes no sense to like fucking art of war would be pissed he'd be like you did everything wrong (laughs) i get it it's a it's a fairy tale and it doesn't exist but damn it did that make me so mad um so speaking of war there's a movie coming out called civil war oh no uh which and it's like a lot of people are saying it's sort of like uh this is the end that big controversial I, movie at the end of I know, you know, the year. You know I, I'm sorry, but I didn't. I haven't watched it yet. I think instead hey, of Gade, Gade, I, I know, I know you want me to watch it, and that's the whole reason I cut your Netflix account. I'm going to. It's on the list. I'm going to watch. Would it. you be up for watching it tonight after we edit the podcast instead of playing video games? I've really wanted to play that Pal World potentially. We'll play it while I'm working out. Anyways. Okay. Um, so the reason why I'm bringing up war one, uh, people in the UK woke up to an interesting message. Yeah. I heard uh, about that getting, uh, you know, entered into the draft. I see everyone's getting into the draft again. And then, uh, here in America, civil war is kind of starting to break out with Greg Abbott in Texas. Well, I don't know about civil war. You have to realize everything that's going on in Texas is constitutional. They are legally allowed by their state to call upon their national guard if they feel that the federal government is not doing an adequate job that happens in more times than not shit think about ohio wasn't this isn't a good example but the ohio national guard was called on to kent state we know what happened but regardless legally that united militia for each state is allowed to be called upon by their governor um so I don't know if that's going to start civil war. Now, if they seceded from the union and the, that whole Texit, you know, like Brexit, Texit bill goes through that, that, yeah, that's, 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 that's close to starting a war, a civil war right there. Cause the last time that happened, there was a civil. Well, so if you, if you live under a rock and you haven't heard about it, so there's a battle between Texas governor Greg Abbott and the Biden administration over the southern border. It's breeding warnings that a civil war is on the verge of breaking out in the United States. 
Uh, conservatives are speculating that a war could erupt as Abbott defends Texas constitutional right to self-defense in response to uh, President Joe Biden's immigration policy. On Thursday, the governor accused the White House of having broken the compact between the United States and the states after the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that the federal border agents can remove razor wire installed at the border at Abbott's direction. Uh, Internet personality, in other words, uh, douche, Terrence Williams, responded to Abbott's statement by warning that 1.7 million followers uh, of Civil War is coming. So if Civil War breaks out, can he be held accountable for inciting? They tried to hold Trump. I don't see why not. Anyways, you got to be careful there, don't you? Uh, Yeah. You're trying to start a civil war, Williams told the president in a video posted online. You got everybody in the state of Texas all bent up. Uh, As of right now, 25 states out of 50 states are on Texas side uh, with what's going on. I'm kind of... I hate to say it, and I'm going to get some backlash here for saying it, and I don't really care. But we are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic, people. We always have been since 1776. And the federal government has broken their end of the bargain. So the state holding up, you know, all the the federal government can do is say that they're going to ban their their funding to that state then. I mean, it's the same thing that happened with Colorado with legalization of weed and being the first one to do it. The federal government was like, all right, well, then we're not giving you funding. Well, guess what? Colorado did it anyway, and they're making billions of dollars. And now the federal government's like, hmm, we should try to get in on this. What's up, Jim? Uh, So one of the things that I'm kind of looking at it as is a state is a state, right? Everything about a state is not being controlled as much as it is by the federal government. So if Texas unanimously has said, hey, we're going to implement a political party and that political party goes ahead and does what they're doing, the state of Texas asked for it, right? That's what happened here. I don't think the federal government should be involved in what Texas is doing. If Texas Agreed. thinks it's as bad of an issue as it is, they have the right to do that. Now, what Agreed. I'm hating about this situation is we're literally talking about a mile and a half of borders yes. that it, they're talking about. A mile and a half. Yeah. Ten billion dollars has isn't been spent it, on a mile and a half. To be fair, isn't this one mile and a half border that they're talking about like 80% of the illegals coming into Texas come through that mile and a half border across? Not anymore. I would imagine they just walked two miles down the road. Not anymore, but to that point, to that point, up until this point, there was a time frame where majority, a vast majority of what they considered or are saying is the illegal immigrants coming into Texas are coming through that walkway. And it wasn't getting finished. They put in the legal, the legislative and the legal branch to like do it correctly. And it was vetoed. So like, yeah, at a certain point, people get upset. People get mad and they want shit done now. And more and more, not just in this situation, more and more Americans are feeling like the federal government is not holding up their end of the bargain. They don't, they feel like they care more about geopolitical problems than the problems here at home, which I can agree with that. I can, I I feel that, you know, a lot of times there's people arguing like, why are we going to Ukraine? Why are we going to Israel? Why are we going to Iraq, Afghanistan, all these wars that we have fought so many times that friends of mine have died over overseas for i can get it i understand why people are frustrated uh so there was a poll released by harvard caps uh caps harris poll released on monday showing immigration overtaking inflation as the top policy concern among voters with 35 percent of americans listing it as their number one issue followed by 32 percent of those who chose inflation um i'd like to throw a little nice fact out there 17.3 percent of the population is over the age of 65 <laughs> oh my so, you know, I just figured I'd throw that out there. Uh, I, I think inflation personally is a lot worse than immigration issues, uh, personally, uh, mainly because the cost of living in the United States is so astronomically fucking impossible to live in anymore that, uh, you know, it's destroyed millions of people's lives. But, you know, yeah, letting some dude who's taking the job of working, you know, jobs that we don't want to work. So this is this is kind of a staggering thing. We're talking legal immigration now. What do you think the percentage is of legal immigrants that have come through our system the correct way, want stricter immigration laws and stricter things to happen against people that don't do it the right way? What's What, what percentage do you think? 75%. Dead on the money. 75% yeah. of legal immigrants want like stricter immigration or laws again with it. I mean, why wouldn't they, you? You right. went through the proper protocols to and. The, like my, I've had multiple friends 
finally get, you know, their American citizenship and what they had to go through to get it, I couldn't pass. Right. I'm, 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 Hey, I'm lucky. My, my dad's balls exploded in the United States. I'm lucky <laughs> for that. Um, I couldn't imagine having to do that shit, but yeah, if they went through the proper protocols, it's just like, okay, let's throw it in a, in a perspective. A lot more people can understand if you're on the fence about this, right? Uh, Imagine you're working at a company, you went to college, you, you got your bachelor's degree, you busted your ass, and you did everything you fucking could to get this job, and you got it, right? And then the owner of the company is nepotistic, and he hires his cousin, uh, who has no experience whatsoever, and he's making more money than you. Would you be upset by that? Yeah, you would absolutely. Be. absolutely. You went through the proper protocols to get that position, you're rightly qualified for it, uh, here it is, but somebody that didn't got it, right? Um, right, or past you, similar. And it does, same and it doesn't different. have to pay taxes. No. <laughs> um, and uh. it's it's a weird situation for me to talk about because I'm, I I happen to know a lot of illegal immigrants. Uh, I, I do too. And you know, uh, it doesn't go to say that we don't love them and don't want them to be here by any means. It's just there's a I line, a federal. It's like a, it's a it's a rule. There's a, there's the laws in place for a reason in in modern civilization, modern society. And if you don't follow those, then you're not a law abiding citizen. So those things shouldn't matter to you. Like you know, if you want you want to vote, I have a lot of Ill friends. I mean, I don't know confirmed or not confirmed if they're illegal friends that want to vote, and I they can't. You know what I mean? Or they will say they're do it anyway, and I'm like that's. It's not right. You know, there's people that went through, like you said, these courses and stuff to get their legal citizenship or friends of mine in the military that were from South Africa, Germany, Ghana, that came to the United States military to get their citizenship that did their time. Yeah, I, I can. I see both sides. I do. I see both sides. But I also see Texas and their side. And I think a lot of people are kind of agreeing with it. It's like, you know what, Joe? And the federal government said they would do this, that they weren't going to back down from Trump's border wall. You know, it was already in place. And then they kind of take a back door to it. And Texas is pissed. Nope, I have no hate. It's their state. It's their people. Uh, they obviously had the voters show up. The voters, you know, said what they wanted to, and they are wanting that shit fixed. And for the federal government to step in and be like, well, well, well you're going to secede from the union if you do that. It's like, what? But only like, I won't say only because I do have a few concerns, but when it becomes a humanitarian issue. Right, right. That's and, and uh, there's nothing yeah. that's saying that the illegal immigrants that are taken so far are treated inhumanely. Right. I haven't seen anything. That doesn't mean there isn't, but I haven't seen anything about that in Texas aside from what I've been seeing is it's they have been even held and they're put in like uh not i don't want to say like warehouses but like empty buildings and they're given food and supplies and rations and then they're taken back to mexico so like and now if it was like before remember when what year was that it was not long ago when the kids were like sitting on cold concrete with like no blankets and stuff like that was that was fucked that was what during was the that? obama administration yeah that was that was a fuck situation that's different i get yeah that. a lot of people are like it's the clintons doing that yeah um, the, it kind of brings up this interesting article that I was reading. It's about a performance artist who stood still for six hours to let people do what they wanted to, to her body. And it was like an, sort of like an art showcase. So it, it, and the reason I'll say the cons comparison first and then it, t tell the story. So the, actually flip that, reverse that. Let's continue. Uh, many of us know Yugoslavian no, no, performance artist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let's see. Many people have hailed uh, Abramovic as the grandmother of performance art. After all, she has been staging throughout. Uh, anyway, so there was this lady, Abramovic, who would stand still for six hours straight while the people who came to see her were urged to do whatever they wanted to her using one of 72 objects that she had placed on a table. After a while, people began picking stuff up from the table. She stood there. The instructions were pretty clear. There are 72 objects on the table that one can be used on me as desired. Performance, she is the object. During this period, I take full responsibility to whatever you do to me, and the duration is six hours from 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. Some people made her sit down so they could humiliate her. Let's go ahead and do this so you guys can see what I'm showing here. Oh, are you gonna show it? Yep. So some uh, people made her sit down so they could humiliate her. 
Among the things on the table were objects of pleasure and objects of destruction. Among the harmless objects were feathers and flowers. The dangerous stuff included a knife, razor blades, and a loaded gun. There were people who changed her position, as you can see in this image here. What happened in the next six hours, though, was pretty horrifying. There are people who like to attach things to her. Uh, art critic Thomas McEvely, who observed the performance related, it began, uh, began tamely. Someone turned her around. Someone thrust her arms into the air. Someone touched her somewhat intimately, uh, touching her neck, her breasts, things like that. In the third hour, all of her clothes were cut uh, from her with razor blades. In the fourth hour, the same blades began to explore her skin. Hold on a sec. Let me make sure that there isn't uh, nudity in here. Okay, yeah. there isn't. Uh, in the third hour, all of her... Kind of, yeah, uh, let's see. Various minor sexual assaults were carried out on her body. She was committed to the piece that she would uh, not have resisted um, graping or murder. It just got worse in the last two hours. Someone made her point a gun at herself, as you can see in this photo. Uh, Abramovic's own account of what the people did to her was even more heartbreaking. She recalled, I felt graped. They cut off the clothes. They stuck me with thorns of a rose in the stomach, aimed a gun to my head, and another came apart. What happened next we can only describe as sexual assault. Sorry, but we're not going to show pictures of the molestation that happened next. Suffice to say, this was a bad idea of hers. When the six yeah. hours were over, people's... Uh, Abramovic started to walk among the people. They couldn't even look at her in the face. The violence and sexual harassment escalated. She observed that people didn't want any sort of confrontation from her. They didn't want to be held accountable or judged for what they just did. It seemed as if they just wanted to forget how they relished hurting her. Um, so the comparison that I'm having here uh, is essentially you have an entire state that is seceding from anything that is being federally regulated and they're getting to a point that humanitarian issues are becoming almost acceptable in the eyes of the people who voted for their politicians and 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 it's so a weird saying, comparison like, but is, this is, is what's there, happening is there like i haven't again i have not heard any humanitarian issues down there since this all began have you i have not um yeah, so with the barbed wire, a lot of them, you still have people trying to push through the barbed wire, and they're pushing a barbed wire into them. There's a lot of accounts that's going on. A lot hey, of it's like, on Twitter. But, and, that, and again, the again, concept... That's their dumbass fault. It's barbed wire. Like, it's on top of prisons. People don't jump over it over prisons. They know what happens. It's over top of government well, buildings. Razor -bladed it was, it wire. was in front of the U.S. Capitol after January 6th. I'm sorry, but if you're going to like do it that way, that's kind of on you, man. We use that shit all over the world, not just in warfare, but like in everyday use. And that's yeah. just, I don't know if that's a humanitarian problem. Humanitarian, I think of like, like, you know, like accidental bombing, floodings, the kids, yeah. like not giving them food or shelter, letting them starve, letting them, you know, die of dehydration, hypothermia, shit like that. I don't think their own conscious conscientious ability to want to go to another country and they're going to push through barbed wire i mean that's on them i mean there's i feel like offer there's other the, routes take jobs. a plane 90 percent of the illegal would, immigrants in the united states anyway come off a fucking plane and have a u.s visa and then just let it expire would you say that uh would you say that gathering them up and saying hey we're going to give you a job putting them on a plane and then <laughs> abducting them to a different state and dropping them off is a humanitarian issue no, I think that's fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Didn't Texas do that? They dropped them off to Florida. like New York and Florida. Yeah, I'm sorry, but like DeSantis did to uh, Martha's Vineyards. Yeah, so I mean, that's I'm sorry. If they if there's other cities that have said like we'll take your refugees, we'll take your illegal immigrants, and then they show up and then they're oh I don't know overwhelmed with the amount of immigrants or people, and then they start rejecting them. It's kind of a, it, it works against them. I, I hate to say it, like, I don't like either side, Republicans or Democrats, but the Democrats really took one in the fucking foot for that. Like, dead ass, yeah. they shot themselves in the foot for that. It did not look good. It was not good PR. It did not turn out well for them. You don't remember the whole Kamala Harris? Do not come. Do, Do not, not come. come. Like, come on, man. After um, that whole presidential debate about them wanting to open up the, the, the border like a flood. Like, no, man, I'm sorry. It's like an oxymoron. You're shooting yourself in the foot. No country, even in Europe, is okay with that. Why should we? 
So the reels in the chat, did you see the TikTok video of the guy who was known terrorist who tried to cross the border? He was running his mouth when he got stopped. Like, you, you, you should know who I am, is what he was saying. Like, if you don't know me, you will. So that gentleman right there, I don't have the article pulled up. Uh, he, it was more or less what happened to him that turned him into the person that he is. So he originally wasn't a terrorist, but he was a supporter of like his religious group. And they imprisoned him because he was protesting uh, hate against his religion. And while he was in prison, uh, he basically, um, he was released and then he, he was evading his, or uh, evading, evading his country. And, um, but when you say shit like that, when you're at the border, like, if you don't know who I am, you're about to, uh, people automatically jump to conclusions. But yes, I did see that video. Um, but everything yeah. I just said could also be false because everything we see on the internet is not real anymore. So, see, I don't. It's just a lot of people. I look at it. The, I have had friends that were in the Ohio National Guard and other state national guards that were sent down either in Arizona, New Mexico, or Texas over the last couple of years to do uh, like a deployment. Is what it is. National Guard can be deployed around the United States. Um, and one of them, while he was on his deployment for one year, one year by himself on his own route, by himself, singularly, singularly, I can't even talk, apprehended and uh, arrested 3,900 people, one person with one truck over a year. So, I mean, man, I, that's not, I mean, if you're thinking of a border wall like that, where they're talking thousands and days like that's. Yeah. I get it. That's a crisis. That is that is a crisis. And if the United States government wasn't wanting to do anything about it and turn a blind eye, then the state has every right. Every I think we should right ask a hands. question. I think we should ask a question real quick. Like, All right. why why are people willing to cross over a border illegally, get pushed through razor wire? What are they running from? Well, we have you know Central American countries, which are ran primarily by the cartel. Um, you know, or they're, you know, the cartel is funding their political puppets. They're willing to die or rot in prison crossing into the United States because of what they're facing back home. Agreed. If the United States was involved as they were with Ukraine and Israel in other countries where these humanitarian issues are actually happening, it might change. It might change. Like, why don't you attack the problem at the root? Well, we have. Yeah. You don't remember Panama? Well, I mean, okay, we have, and we've taken, we've arrested and, you know, put to death, uh, no, cartel, no. yeah, but, but and another that. cartel pops up. It's, it's, it's a yeah. Hydra. Yeah, Chop off, off one head, head, three pop up. Agreed. But we also do coups too. We will back a malicious group or militia group that will overthrow governments and try to reenact IDF. something. <laughs> IDF. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, that's not even close to what I was going at. I was going more like with Venezuela, Argentina. There's so many countries, Panama, fucking Honduras, Belize. Like so, you name it. We've had our tentacles into uh, those political spectrums for a while now. Take a look at the photo I have up on the stream. Uh, so a lot of people fell for this because it looks pretty fucking real. Uh, it's the quality is yeah, trash. Tower on fire. What? People actually thought this was real because of how real it looks. It looks like the Eiffel Tower is completely aflame. Uh, you know, you see these cameras, you see the people at the bottom. Uh, this is AI. Like a lot of people fell for it. And there's a lot of news articles falling for it as well, saying there's been a terrorist attack in Paris. Yeah, if anything, I wouldn't believe it when they said terrorist attack. If, if anyone was going to burn the Eiffel Tower down, it's the actual people of Paris. <laughs> like, it's gonna <laughs> the actual French people are gonna are gonna do more harm to their country than anyone. Else. What the fuck is this? Well, oh. look at the uh, the end of the French Revolution, right? The end of the French Revolution. Um, all the generals, including Napoleon Bonaparte, uh, was one of them. Was like, all right, we did it. We did the revolution. You guys can go back to work, back to your fields, back to you know your jobs. And they, the people didn't want to. They were still all high on Viva la Revolution, you know? They didn't want to do their normal stuff. And it took a dictator, Napoleon, coming into power to make them get on the right geopolitical path and, back, you know, not destroying their their economy. So, I mean, sometimes there's just history and, and, and people in general have a weird, twisted way of getting around things. But it, so let me ask like, you this. If you see... Uh, no, if you see war, civil war, we'll start with civil war, not just war. We'll get into World War Three in a little bit, but civil war on the U.S. horizon. Mm -hmm. What state do you think is going to be the one that causes it? Do you really think it's going to be Texas? Mm. That's a good question. 
I would say... Uh, I yeah. have two states in mind. Actually, I have three states in mind. I have three states in mind. I'd, I, One so of them I, you're in. I wouldn't even say Florida because everyone here is too fucking old. True. That what are they going to do? Take their walkers and revolution? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys still have a young populace there. They're still there. No, not, not anymore. They're in prison for going to the Capitol. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, so not Florida. So Texas is your number one? Texas probably and uh, Texas is probably Washington. The like, state. Like they don't want, really? I was going to say California over Washington. The reason why is... You, and this is from coming from a guy that's lived in both far left and far right extremes. Washington is very far extreme left. Right. Uh, Florida is extreme far right. Um, there's a few states that are a healthy medium. Uh, what would you consider a healthy medium? Ohio. Uh, Ohio as, is pretty healthy medium. You've got your rednecks, but you've also got some big cities in Ohio, you know? Yeah. But that's my and, favorite saying. During election time, as Ohio goes, so goes the nation. So, like, literally, like, that's why they wait during the Electoral College for where Ohio's at, the amount of Electoral College votes it holds, and because we are considered a swing state, because we have had Democratic governors and Republican government. And now, it's been more Republican for the last, well, shit, since Strickland, so, like, since 2006. Well, there's a big been... reason for that is what happened in Columbus uh, with Somalians. I think that's because people have been very upset that they basically turned a third of Columbus into, uh, you know, and the yeah. crime in those areas are horrible. That's coming yeah. from a guy that's been chased by yes. people and driving, riding my bike through. As there. a man that used to do, Fuck. I used to do, uh, you know, pest control and work for a company, and we used to go into those areas of Columbus. Um, man, I have seen some gross shit in my life, but dude. There, there, some of them I had, I was like, I would tell my boss, we need to call, you know, Columbus Protective Services because these kids should not be running around with the amount of cockroaches I saw on the ground, stomping them with their feet, like, e you know, eating rice that was left out on the, on the stovetop for a week and, or throwing it just directly outside in their front yard. And let's, meanwhile, they live in an apartment complex. Let's, so let's like, move. Let's move to a Oof. lighter side. We've been talking pretty dark here. No, no, we're going war, bro. We still have World War Three to cover. All right, we'll, we'll we'll go ahead and do a roller coaster. Let's go fun and then dark. We'll end on dark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of kids, right? What's the one thing you love doing as a child, but you can't do anymore because you're an adult? Ooh. Mine's door frames, climbing up door frames, like shimmying up it and being at the top of it like Spider Man. I, I mean, can't do that still, shit anymore. You could, but like it's just like we would be looked at you like, okay, he's. I mean, that's not illegal. I don't know why I went illegal with mine. I was like, man, I kind of miss like, you know, fucking smashing pumpkins on, you know, mailboxes and ding dong ditching and TP in friends' homes and shit. Like, you can't just run out there as a 30 year old and be like, I'm TP in your house, bitch. And like, run. Like, no, you can't do that. You can't this do is, that anymore. This is a good comment. Throwing fucking tantrums to get your point across. And then the comment underneath of that says, if politicians can get away with it, why can't I? Yeah. <laughs> See, you see the real, the real got it. Playing door, uh, doorbell ditch, you know, ding dong ditch. Another good one, a classic. Now, granted, here in Ohio, we get bored. So after a while, ding dong ditch just got like it wasn't fun enough for us. So like we ended up doing worse shit. Like my favorite prank ever, and always will be in the springtime. There's a perfect time frame of the year to do it, where it's dewy, spring and fall, where there's a dewy amount of time, like in the morning, where it's really just nice and moist but either way you go out in the middle oh, of the God. night i know i said it you go out in the middle of the night and take instant mashed potatoes and you throw it over the yard and by the time they wake up the next morning it looks like there's snow in the yard from mashed potatoes just that's fucked yeah and the birds oh the birds would go ham on that raccoons yard. possums yeah you, dude there'd be shit littering the yard it was terrible we're terrible people this is a good comment being alive yeah shoplifting shoplifting, shoplifting. so have you ever shoplifted before? Uh, no. Well, when you were a child, under the age of 18, did you ever shoplift? Uh, we'll say under the age of 10. I think I did, yeah. Okay. So, like, I never did, right? I never shoplifted, but I had friends that would do it for me, and they were really fucking good at it. 
and they used to go to it doesn't exist anymore. I don't we need think to rethink anything. the cult hierarchy now that yeah, you just said that. But either way, <laughs> but they used to go to uh, Sports Authority uh, because they didn't have cameras. Dicks did, and they used to you know get me snowboard goggles or you know lacrosse sticks. Should I saw I had a buddy of mine go in there one day, and he walked out with a, well, one lacrosse stick on one in one pant leg, one lacrosse stick in one the other pant leg, a lacrosse head in his sweater in the front. And then my snowboard goggles in his hoodie back. And you couldn't even tell that this dude had anything on him. It was kind of absurd. He was one hell of a little fucking thief, no lie. When um, I was up in Panama City, uh, you know, this is over the age of 18. It wasn't me that did it. But one of the sales per- people that I was hanging out with, he shit his pants. Um, oh, that does sound like something you would do, though. Uh, he, well, he shit his pants, and I was, for some reason, the only thing I could think of is, like, let's just go to the store and buy you a new pair of underwear. It hasn't touched your trousers yet. There was no stain. So he, he goes in, he goes in, grabs underwear, and disappears into the changing room, and he's like, all right, let's go. I was like, what did you just do? And he was like, well, I, I took a four-pack of underwear, and I took a pair out, put them on, and put the 30-pair back in and put it back on the shelf. Oh, I was no. like... <laughs> That's probably the most no. fucked up. Yeah. He could have just taken one and it would have just been a pack of three instead of four. He had to put the dirty underwear. That well, ruins his... the other three underwear. For starters, it's a giant health concern. But uh, yeah, I was like, well, why didn't you just stick the dirty pair in your pocket and just throw it away when you left the store? And he was like, well, what if I got caught stealing a pair of dirty underwear? I was like, the fuck? I was like, what are you going to do? Like, oh, yeah, I found this dirty pair in the changing room. Here you go. You can have it back. It's fucking foul, dude. That's foul. That's so him. wrong. Yeah, you fired him. Now I have. I will be honest with this. And I've done, he was schizophrenic. I have, that was uh, oh that one. Okay. Jazz fingers, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, or yeah, spirit yeah. fingers. Yeah. No, no, I have been guilty of this. I don't consider this shoplifting, but I have gone to restaurants before, where I either like a cup or a piece of silverware, and when I'm drunk, it somehow ends in my pocket. I don't know how it just does. As a matter so, of fact, I think I have four shot glasses from Hooters. Yeah, and I think you have a cup from Shorties too. No, it wasn't Shorties. It was uh, another place. The really cool cup. I, I'm not going to say the name of it. Um, I ain't going to yeah. say. I mean, shit. I took a spoon last week during Restaurant Week. I was like, "This is a nice spoon." Oh. Jim, I like that. I used to wrap up pornos uh, magazines around my shin, pull up my socks, and walk out. That's, you know, honestly, I would never even thought of doing that. Imagine you know, a little 12 year old you walking in, grabbing a quick porno, go to the that's bathroom, fuck it. How like, I just got done playing soccer. These are my your, shin guards. Your first porno magazine, your first one. How did you get it? Uh, Tyler, I need to confess, I stole it from your father. <laughs> uh, that's not as bad as mine. So, I know, this. listen to this shit. So, my mom. I- my oh. mother bought porno mags to send over to my cousin in Afghanistan, in Iraq, back in like, bro, it was probably 2000. Stole from the troops? I did. I stole oh one. I stole one and hid it. So he never got that magazine. Sorry, Andrew. But you know what? Wait, wait, wait. What you was the true brother out? What was what's that pornos? Are we talking? It was just like? a mag. It was like a Playboy mag. Playboy magazine. I hated older Playboys because, like, for me, I was introduced to porn at the age of eight by the pastor's daughter. She had a computer and, and she showed it's me. Always porn. the pastor's daughter. They're the first girl I kissed too. Yeah, um, there's a lot of first things. French kiss and third base. Eight years hey, old. Everything Rough. happens at Catholic camp. <laughs> uh, this was uh, Methodist. Methodist. Uh, yeah, same, shit, just, same thing without the guilt. It's what I think she has like seven kids now. Good for her. Uh, anyways, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, porn. Uh, so I was eight. Uh, I was introduced to porn, but at that time she she had this. She she'd already been watching it way before I had, and she had a category of shaved. But when I first got that first porno magazine, every single girl in it was like bush. Harry. Yeah, I was like, you can't see the vagina. Where's the vagina? Uh, and I was so confused. I was young though. I was like 10. See, one I got was when I had it, they were still, there was still Bush, but it was like landing strip. And I don't oh, know why man. I was like into the landing strip when I was first getting into it. I was like, that's the shit. And then I found like, either way, whatever. Oh. Fuck it. 
I can't even read this comment out loud. What, Which one? In regards to what's the one thing you love doing as a child, but you can't do anymore because you're an adult? I can't even read it out loud. I'll let you guys read it. Where, uh, are you putting it in the chat? No, I'm going to show it. Uh, sitting at home watching cartoons. Where is it? Here it is. Uh, by Final Driver. I don't know if you guys I'm can see so that right scared. here. Where does it say? Highlight it. I got to see this. Oh, the, no. Yeah. What comment, is wrong? What is comment wrong underneath of it? Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Reddit. <laughs> I love Reddit. It's so wrong. Oh, man. Yeah, no, that's Ooh, running naked through a sprinkler. I did do that as a kid in the backyard. I mean, shit, senior shootout. We were always technically underage. I was running around neighborhoods butt ass naked, shooting my <laughs> friends with squirt guns. Breastfeeding. That was your mom. <laughs> Reddit always never ceases to amaze the shit that they come up with. We'd sneak out at night just to ring people's doorbells at 1 a.m. Right. and burn trash cans at a nearby park. Let's, shit was so fun. Let's bring yeah. this, this, this laughter uh, high down to a darkness. So over the weekend, we we just talked about it. The UK now implements the draft because they say they see imminent war with Russia. I don't think a lot of, and the thing is, is a lot of Americans were like joking, like, oh, this is why we don't have health care. You know, we have volunteered service. It's like, people, you don't realize if we go into, if if the UK goes into war with Russia because of the NATO contract, we go to war. What happens? First, it's your active duty. So your active duty gets called up. They're the ones that go over there first. Then you have reservists, National Guard and Army and and Air Force reservists. They go over. After reservists, it goes to uh, past service. So like myself and other people that have served before. And once if, if it gets worse and the war drags on, then it will be an implement of the Selective Service Act or the draft. Which also now, ladies, includes you. So, it, it ain't that funny. You know, this shit could happen. Like, we laugh about it now because we're in the comforts of our home making a podcast. But in a year to two years time, because war usually is not over, you know, quick, you know, quickly. World wars are... World wars are not, you know, even that. But wars in general usually are not quick with it i mean shit we thought this war with russia and ukraine was going to be less than a year it's still going we thought the war in iraq and afghanistan was going to be a year it took 11 years if something like an all-out war with a power like russia or china actually happens the likeliness of the selective service being implemented is a very high percentage very high and i don't think people realize that so here's my next question to you if the selective service and the draft is implemented mm-hmm. and it happens, are you dodging? Or are you going to fight? I think legally I shouldn't even answer that question. I mean, Bill Clinton did and became president. So I don't, I'm not really that worried about it. I uh, would fight because I am prior service. I, I look pretty good with leave. a robotic leg. Right. You know, hey, send it. But there's a lot of people now that are saying, you know, they would just dodge. And again, here's my next thing. If it does, do- you do dodge. And you skip out on this war and it's, it does end and it comes to a close, whether it be a ceasefire or, you know, an armistice agreement, whatever, and it ends and everyone comes back home. You are no longer a U.S. citizen. When you dodge the draft, you are not considered a U.S. citizen. Um, I mean, granted, there are politicians that have gotten out of it, as we know from one of our past presidents. So there is always loopholes, but uh, Donald Trump did it five times. So, hey, right. There's if they say, hey, that. you dodge the draft, I'd be like, I follow after our current leader. Our current president. Or Donald past. Trump, baby. Yeah, just, like, past. just like when I got written up for grab life by the pussy, Which the president said it. Yeah. Well, he said grab her by the pussy, but that's... Same you know, concept, you know? Same thing, but different. It's, it Actually, reminds like, me of the time. I like ours better. Grab life by the pussy is way cooler. I agree. Everyone can have a pussy nowadays. It's all right. inclusive. Or you could just say, I just grabbed the cat by the by, grabbed life, the cat, you know? What the fuck were you even trying to say? I don't even know where I was going. Grab the cat that. by the life. The life of the cat is... Grab the life, <laughs> grab life by the cat. <laughs> Alright, so if there's World War Three on the on the horizon, they, UK, UK thinks it's with Russia. Do you think it's with Russia? Mm, Who's Russia's ally? Russia's out of China. Well, they're they're on rocky water. China, 
No, there China's is one. They're going to bend over backwards for Russia because Russia and Russia is basically the breadbasket and is supporting China's lack of being able to produce enough food for their population. China is going to fight with Russia. But there Um, is one country that people jokingly always. No, well, India is another one. That one would be terrifying. That's that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. That's a country Um, that can throw bodies and be just fine. Yeah. And Russia has a country that knows how to do it. Russia is a pro at it. So, I mean, but I was more worried, um, and I'm going to say it, and people are going to probably laugh, but North Korea, they they just over the weekend tested an underwater nuclear submarine and nuclear warhead, and it was successful. That's scary, too, and especially because the people fighting for that dictator truly believe anything he says, as we he have seen. He doesn't peer Nope, nothing. Because Kimmy, you're a firework. He's he's considered a god. (laughs) That's a great movie, but he's considered a god to them. So, like, when your god tells you to go fight and die because there's, you know, Satanists or you know, the evil West as America is, they're going to, and that's they got they got some hefty numbers behind them right now. They really. When your president tells you to invade the capital because there's demon democrats in there it's kind of it's same same but different did he but. actually say to invade the capital go that's why he uh, got out got of that indictment he yeah, just said that yeah. the he just said it was stolen from the we should try to get it back but whatever same same but different but still same, but different yeah. same same but different uh yeah there's a lot of, we could have a we could have a whole other podcast on that on just oh. january 6th for real i think we did oh no we 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 didn't talk about it because it was so controversial at the t- time same with covid we didn't talk about that because we were like, ah, we don't want to get canceled before we even start. Right. But I have to say it, and I'm, I'm probably going to be on a watch list for saying this, but oh, I don't care. I don't give a shit. If you were going to overthrow the U.S. government, that's the way they would do it. Mass a large amount of people in the Capitol. You can't nuke the Capitol. The U.S. government's not going to nuke themselves. They would potentially fold. Like, that's... What would happen? I mean, if there's a way to do it, have a million man march on the Capitol like that's the U.S. would never collapse two skyscrapers. And they did because you believe that jet fuel can and in a, a plane can take down those buildings, you dipshit. Oh, I, I totally was fucking with you on that. I was so mad. Say. I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? I was like, this, I was like, I want me to send and attach a link of what a goose does Who? to a 747. <laughs> <laughs> To the front of the aluminum hole. Yeah, sure. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, the who, who was it? Was it Tom Thomas? He was like, don't you don't know. seriously believe that, right? I was like, no, the government never lies to us. Yeah, I know. I saw that. I was right. like, you should have fucking caught on by that time. Yeah, I, I remember that now. I was like, you uh, gotta be fucking kidding me, dude. Because I really thought you were being one of those fucking trolls. And I was like, that's not. totally weird. was. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, God. Because the U.S. would never lie to its population, no. I just, I think it's a coincidence that this just so happens to be the year that every single, like, almost all the countries when it comes to democratic ruling is having an election year where things could really change. I think it's just a coincidence, you know, World War III is on the brain. Yeah. And here's the thing, and a lot of conspiracy, this is a conspiracy, so let's put on our tin, our tin half-oil hats for a second. What What are conspiracies? What happens in an election year? If there's an all-out war. Uh, The sitting president maintains their position, right? Yes. There is no election. It is postponed. And that is what a lot of conservatives think is they're trying to do. Uh, I don't see that. I don't see that at all. I don't see us going to an all-out war where it would be in that kind of a... Because you'd have to have the backing of not just, you know, Congress, both sides, for that to work or happen. So I don't think that's going to happen. But... That you know, hey, you know, crazier shit has happened in this U.S. history. That's for martial damn sure. Yeah, shit, the last law. what was the last time a, uh, a a presidential candidate was removed from the ballot in multiple states? You know when that was? It's just last month, nineteen sixty one or eighteen sixty one, the beginning of the Civil War. What a coincidence! Yeah. So the last time we had presidential candidate removed from ballots, we started a civil war. Now we have states removing a presidential candidate from ballots, and we're talking not only civil war, we're talking World War III. A lot of war in 2024. A lot of war. You're not wrong. Uh, Joe, uh, Joe, Bo Burnham has a phenomenal song 
which one? He has some great, great, great songs. Um, you don't, you, you won't be able to hear it because you're not listening to the stream. But uh, the Biden song, why's the best case scenario, Joe Biden? You know, uh, I think it's definitely reading very true, and I, I hate this. It. Oh, okay. Well, here we'll we'll go ahead and have uh, this a copyright strike real quick. Oh shit. Uh, under 30 time. seconds. It's six seconds. I'm pretty sure before copyright strikes kick in. Um, uh, here we go. Hey, Autistic Sean here. Yeah, you're probably wondering why you can't hear the video, and it's because I don't want to deal with copyright bullshit. So you just get the cut down version of it. Um, just imagine it in your head, and Paul's fucking laughing. Uh, you're about to hear that right now. <laughs> Anyways, it's uh, kind of a bop, though. Oh, it totally is. Uh, but it's one of those things that I'm sitting there thinking, like, like. <laughs> There's so much corrupt bullshit coming down both chains. And I'm sitting here like, in, oh my God. In a reality, like, in, uh, here's my thing, right? So, like, I don't, even if, I don't see Biden winning. I don't think Democrats, moderate Democrats, even like, that's the problem, right? We now. don't. And there, there was other candidates running and they just didn't let him come through because he's the sitting president. So that's kind of hurtful to the Democratic Party. Here's my next thing. Donald Trump, depending on who he picks for his vice president, who I have three cases, I have three people where I'm like, this is a very plausible option for him. Vivek, Nikki Haley, and Ron DeSantis? No, no. Here's my, my three. If he picks these three, I can see him winning. Vivek, obviously, Ramaswamy. Yes, That's number one. He's going to get the younger guys. He's already in his pocket. He already likes Trump. He'll have the younger voters. He'll have the Indian vote. And he's of color. That's a big step for Trump. Anyway, he likes Ethnic, yeah. Number two, Carl Tuckerson. Oh, wow. Oh, oh Elon Musk, number three. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, either way, if he gets something like that under his loop uh, as a vice president, I don't see him beating. I don't see him losing to Biden. I actually kind of have really started to like Carl Tuckerson after he's left Fox. I was like, Same. Ooh. yeah, you're kind of like, you're hitting some good points. Like you're not Same. as completely fucking asinine and controlled. And I kind of appreciate that. Right. So, I mean, I mean he, he does give Alex Jones vibe a little bit, but I don't think he'll ask DeSantis because DeSantis fell so fast and so hard in the polls. Like Favik even had more standings than, than DeSantis had. So I don't see him asking DeSantis to, to do it, especially since we're literally witnessing Florida crumble under his governmental reign. Like, no, I don't think I, he, I, I think his reign is done. I think DeSantis is done. He's not winning another government or governor vote. He's not going to run again. I, he he's he's fallen far. I tested Nikki Haley. Oh, yes. so I tested it on TikTok. You know, my last TikTok channel blew up because of my Political hatred yeah, for yeah. DeSantis. I tested one video to see how it would do. Nobody really cares anymore. They're like, no, DeSantis is a fucking joke. Like, even people that six months ago said, DeSantis is the best governor ever, are the same people nowadays that are like, that high heel wearing little bitch. I'm like, yeah. All right. Yeah. Great. And Nobody I don't, cares I, you, I'm you right said now. Nikki Haley, and this is why I don't think that's going to happen. One, Nikki Haley's still on the presidential ballot. She's still running and says she is going to. Two, she has been called out by multiple candidates against her for flip-flopping her views, not in her oh, she entire is such spectrum, a belly flopper. Such a belly flopper. Not in just her entire political spectrum, but over a course of two months has flip-flopped her, her sides on shit. So I do not see her being a vice president candidate for Trump. What's my favorite thing? My favorite thing about Nikki Haley is Nikki Haley does not believe racism exists, but Nikki Haley's real name, Ramonda Halle or whatever it is, believes racism is the reason she is who she is today. <laughs> she, yeah, I don't, I don't like her. I, I don't, I don't like trust her. her. She's like, I don't trust her. She's like, people are living longer now. Retirement age should be seventy. You do understand, like. It used to be like 84 was the average life, like lifespan in the United States, and it's dropped to 77, right? Like right. the U.S. Or healthcare system is crashing that bad. My favorite is that you become more communist and more terrorist the more you watch TikTok. You are, and then she said, you are 17% more likely to to flip sides after like so many minutes on oh, TikTok. And I was like, excuse me? No, I was she like, said, by that standard, I'm 100% Hitler then so i know what you're referring to you're referring to uh steve colbert who was talking about that but she it's said hilarious every hour you spend on tiktok you become 17 percent more anti-semitic but he said yes 
He said, let's think about the most anti-Semitic person in the world. Hitler. Yeah, Hitler. Yeah. He, he was, I think we can all agree, 100% anti-Semitic. Killed yeah. six, six million Jews. Uh, yeah. Very anti-Semitic. So you're telling me, over the course of five hours, I am as worse as Hitler. I don't think so. I don't, no. I don't think that's how that works. I was like, bitch, most of my TikTok now is just cat feed, like cats doing shit. Or the dancing dragon from the re reanimation drawing of How to Train Your Dragon just dancing on my screen. I can't tell you. I'll be scrolling through TikTok. It's probably every five is that fucking dragon. I love I it. I thought that trend died out already. No, I just apparently I'm the one keeping it alive. Well, I have to uh, relieve myself. So we're going to call this a podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Drunk Discussions Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the roller coaster of emotions from war to penises, back to penises, war. a little more <laughs> penises and war. Uh, speaking of penises, grab life by the cat. And with all that being said, <laughs> that being said peace. peace.